1: is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why it everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and What up bitches, welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Today we have a guest with us but for the first time ever it's guests plural. We've got more than one bitch in the house because they come together as a package like the human centipede but without the amateur surgery. They can be separated but they just won't. Anyway they're going to teach us (laughs) how to live an organised and stylish life. They have clients including Rochelle Humes Vicky Patterson, Stacey Solomon, Gemma Collins, I could go on and on. They have their own range in next. They are authors, they're killing it in life, and they're going to teach us how to as well. They are the style sisters, Gemma and Charlotte. Hello. That was painful, (laughs) that introduction. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, is that I was like, wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I did my research. Your girl did her research. I had to. I am so excited to have you here. I feel like we should tell the listeners, we met what was it, a month ago now, in Shoreditch House at a mother's meetings, and as soon as I heard the kind of shit you do, I was like, I'm here, I'm down, we love a declutter, we love an intentional home moment. So please tell us, what do you do? How have you created this incredible career for yourselves? What do you do for people? How does it change their goddamn lives?
0: Well, we started five years ago, we were two frustrated creative mummies, and Charlotte was always interiors, I was fashion, and it was we were kind of frustrated in our careers. And we had so much to give creatively, but we kind of just felt a, a bit of a stalemate. And we had no money to invest in a business as such. And it was kind of how do we create a business and this life for ourselves that we know we can have without any money and using our talent and using our talent. So we kind of thought, do you remember Citrini
1: and Susanna? Oh, I got made over by them in the Daily Mail. <laughs>
0: Really?
1: Really? Yeah. Oh my God! Was yeah. it a good makeover? Oh, I looked horrendous. They made me wear a white two-piece suit like a lesbian on her wedding day. It was terrible. But yes, no, I do remember them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we thought, well, why don't we do that for the home and go in and like we we are such massive people pleasers and we obviously we love I love fashion Charlotte loves interiors and we both love getting people organized and just sorting their lives out and stuff but we wanted it to have value and meaning and this just felt like a really nice way to do that um and it sounds dramatic but we do change people's lives because when you're in a funk and the house is upside down sometimes you can't see a way out and you need that extra pair of hands we come along um, and we transform it to help you so yeah that was kind of the the Starting point for the business, yeah. and it just went wild straight away. It was crazy.
1: That's amazing. And you've had so many celebrity clients. I mean, did you kind of envision this for yourself? Did you manifest? Because the thing is, there's a million wardrobe declutterers out there, right? I'm looking at you, Kim Kardashian, but circa 2008, or whatever she did that. But how did you become such big, sort of celebrity names in this? How did you get all the people yeah. that you got? I think-
0: we, Timing, was yeah. everything, we say the it? stars aligned because our first client was a celebrity and it kind of just set the president and it just kind of kept going and they'd be on the phone to each other saying, you've got to get these girls in. The Daily Mail was then picking up on us because we was inside their homes and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. I think it's the first time that anyone had really used, us, used this kind of service mixed with social media. You're mm. then getting behind the scenes access to these celebrities' houses who I cannot believe let us so film, they what they feel the film <laughs> yeah. to be honest um we were just it was just everything was meant to be when I say we've tried businesses before you know I would had a successful boutique before Charlotte was successful with um she'd done beauty and interiors and but nothing clicked like this did it was just like there was no we were graft graphed that like we have worked our butts off and continue to do so but it just because we was being so authentic and Passion. it was our passion it just flowed and doors just opened it was just crazy that's
1: amazing literally
0: you can open. see yeah, that.
1: like your work that you're absolutely passionate about it you, you love a matching box a storage box <laughs> for that. Right. and how do you find that it actually helps your clients lives like what are the most common things you see that are holding people back in their lives like how are people's homes holding them back most commonly
0: It's creating tension in a home. We've saved a few marriages. We've had in-laws calling us, like, my daughter's husband's going to leave her. You need to go in and save them because of her mess. And we're like, oh, a bit dramatic. Well, let's go. So we go around there and we're like, we could genuinely feel the tension in the house. Yeah. And then we we stay there for a day transform it. And you just feel this weight and this energy just been lifted. Because when you think about it, if that's a common argument, a daily argument in your house, clutter, and it's causing... You know, this resentment in in your relationship or how the house runs, once that main core argument's eliminated, you just have this sense of peace. So I think there's so much, there's such a mental aspect to what we do. And we feel it when we're in our clients' homes. Once we've been in the the cluttered space to then the after, we feel the energy lift. So you can only imagine how that's going to change and elevate their
1: lives. Oh, God, yeah, completely. And I think there's so many times when people are in relationships and then you've maybe never really spent any time at your boyfriend's house or you first lived together and you're like oh no oh no you fry food and yeah. shut the kitchen door you have mismatching hangers not in my house my friend yeah. like there's not so in many things that sounds silly, but it does cause so much tension doesn't yeah. it and it and I think it can um, cause people to break up and it's just not we've done a lot of work on the podcast I have a book club and we did Um, a feng shui book about creating a 3d vision board out of your home and it made so much sense and that's why I wanted to have you guys on today to talk about it is because we often talk about like our homes being the backdrop to our lives and how you know if you're telling yourself I am a wealthy boss bitch woman I am you know worthy of love but then at home your sheets haven't been washed for three weeks and your wardrobes are full of clutter and you wear the same shit every day because you can't find anything it's never going to marry up to the vibration of the life that you want and I think creating a home that supports your vision and supports the life that you want is so important isn't it so what kind of things do you put in place to kind of help support people's dreams? Do you talk to people about what they want from their lives and how they want to move forward kind of thing?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, We basically, when you are surrounded by clutter and things that, so for example, if you go to your wardrobe, you might want to lose weight, but you're going to your wardrobe and you're constantly looking at things that don't fit you no more, things you might have bought and, regret buying or you've never worn that is subconsciously weighing you down by eliminating though you can want to lose weight and that's fine but let's stick into the now let's remove the things that because sometimes when you're looking if you're not if you're struggling to lose weight for example I know where I'm going with this (laughs) and you're going to your wardrobe and you're I want to get into them size eight jeans sometimes that's not the motivator because you're going there and if you're struggling you're, you're thinking oh I can't get into them and, all, and automatically subconsciously you're feeling down about it so we say get everything out of the wardrobe that isn't serving you or doesn't fit put it to one side and that's fine keep hold of them your aim is to get into those dreams. but let's not be reminded of that every single day because it's a lifestyle change um because subconsciously when you're going, that's getting you down because you're constantly reminded oh, I'm not there yet kind of thing so, you know you're doing all the motions to get to that point is what i'm saying making sense <laughs> yeah I know, I know what i'm trying to say yeah no it only really makes sense, sense. you don't
1: it open your wardrobe and be reminded that you're not as thin as you're planning to be you know yes or what
0: so basically eliminating things that you're not aren't using, serving, you that aren't serving you, you might want to be this amazing chef in the kitchen, but you're too time stretched at the minute. And every time you go to your kitchen cupboard, you're seeing all these gadgets that you wish you were using. It could be the juicer. I hate a juicer because just back of cleaning it. And um, so you're constantly be reminded of the things the you're, not you're not doing and the person you're not. So by eliminating all the things that just aren't serving you day to day you can reintroduce them when you're ready for it it's kind of zapping energy in the house as well I feel like items that are not being used it's stagnant isn't it it's not it's not giving it a purpose It's not giving it like unless it's more like we do genuinely believe like we always say to our clients we're not here to tell you to get rid of everything if you love stuff and you want it all have it all that's fine it's your life but let's just make sure that what is here is items that you are using that make you feel good, that, you you know, that add value to your life. They're not just sitting there and they're weighing you down and you're dusting around them and they're constant reminders of things that you wish you was or that you wish you was doing. Um, so we just like to make sure that your life is as functional and as elevated as possible.
1: We'll be back after a quick break. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. I love it. And you know what? We read a book that was um, by a woman entrepreneur. And she said that the unique problem that women have is that men go out to work And they're not thinking, oh, fuck, there's loads of laundry at home or, oh, my God, I've not heaved the floor like housework and, and, you know, decluttering your wardrobe or whatever it might be. Having your house in order does not affect men's day to day business and how they earn money. And women are almost like we're at the starting line and then we have to take a step back past the washing machine then a step back past the fucking ironing board. And it's like. Quite often, our homes, I think, can stop us from achieving our goals and achieving our dreams. And sometimes people say to me, like, how the fuck have you got three young children and you manage to do a podcast every week and you manage to do your book club? And And I'm like, the honest answer is, I have a cleaner twice a week. I've not put my own laundry away in nearly a year. And sometimes I go to bed at night and the kitchen looks like someone's come in and and fucking robbed the place and just had a food fight. I know the reality (laughs) is, is that, as a woman, I well, as a person, I only have so much time and energy. And actually, sometimes it's do you record your podcast and get shit done? Or do you go, oh, the house looks a mess? And I think that the more that we can simplify our home environment and make it work for us rather than it working against us. You know how you're saying, like it creates fi- friction. Like Yeah, it does. It really does. And
0: I'm the kind of person, I think it all is character-dependent. I am, Charlotte and I both cannot function in a mess like I am no. no good to no one if my house is upside down I'm not productive at work I'm not I'm not the best mum I can be I don't even want to cook a good like, if my house is a mess I think oh I've still got a takeaway like it yeah. kind of spirals into that direction I mean I'm not that doesn't go to say that that how everyone functions but I do think there is something there whereas if your house is on top of you it does make you fall into a different sort of characteristic around the house so for me, I know I'm at my best when my house is in a really good place I'm organized it's running smooth Do you know what I mean that like you kind I feel of a bit more in control of the situation yeah. Yeah. So I think that's obviously for us we're very controlled quite like our things in order
1: yeah and do you find because I find a lot of your work is to do with that like, organization and that's definitely something I could improve upon but do you often find situations where people have set up a system? And it's just not working at all. And sometimes it could be quite an unconventional um, solution that you put in. Have you found anything like that where you're like, this looks weird, but it works kind of thing. Do you know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. We were saying yesterday... We always, these Pinterest, what one disclaimer we want to put out is everything we put on our Instagram is real. We will never take out that annoying red top that's not suiting the aesthetic. We leave it in because we never want our clients to have this unreal expectation of a home because it's not realistic. Your house, you know, your wardrobe isn't just, I mean, it might be, but nine times out of 10, 10 out of 10 times in our experience, a wardrobe is loads of colors. It's never going to look Pinterest, ultimately pinterest um, worthy, like the pictures that you see, and like the pantry cupboards we get shown. Clients send, well, I want this, and we're like, that's fine, we can create that. But it does that suit your lifestyle? If you're mm-hmm. busy, this is not going to work for you. If your kitchen cupboards are a certain, like this isn't going to look like this. Like we can create it to the best of our ability, but let's just manage your expectations. And I think there's so much flying around on Instagram where people think I want that life. What's realistic? What's gonna suit your life? Is decanting gonna add value to your life or is it just gonna be a pain in the bum? Do you know what I
1: mean? Oh, having yeah. a, having a label on each jar for every goddamn thing, yeah, yeah. taking all my fabric, fabric out and pouring it in a nah. It ain't for me. That's a busy life. And I know obviously was like you're the most like you're the organizing
0: queens, you should like but we if it doesn't suit your lifestyle, what's the point of making your lifestyle unhappier because you're trying to keep up this image? of yeah. this perfect cupboard it's not we worth always it. say your home should suit you you shouldn't suit your home oh, um yeah. and for example we had a client that liked makeup in her kitchen her top drawer was makeup and we said well, how come you've got makeup in the kitchen because i get ready downstairs it just makes sense like that's the, so we organized that drawer and that makes sense for her it doesn't suit everybody not everyone would want a makeup drawer in their kitchen but that works for her and i think that's such an important element to stress is make sure that your home works for you if you're constantly having paperwork piled up on the side in the kitchen then you might as well make a home for it there let's let's create a drawer in that kitchen where that is where paperwork goes so that your ha- your daily habits you organize around those don't try and create a space
1: that is just not going to work for you that is so interesting you say that because something that I wrote down to tell you i mean this <laughs> now you've said this it's like exactly the same i have Something called a mum cupboard in my kitchen. And every time my friends yeah. come around, they're like, what the fuck is this? This is so bizarre. But it started when I had young twins, and it must have been, yeah, they, they were young, and I put them up to bed. And my old house was very, very small. There was only one bathroom upstairs. And so I found myself going up to bed late at night and thinking, oh, fuck, I can't brush my teeth. I can't do my skincare because I'm going to wake them up. And then I was so exhausted, I wouldn't bother. And there were nights where I would not brush my teeth. I didn't do skincare for about two weeks. And eventually, you know, it just takes something to be like, create a kitchen cupboard for yourself, Fran. And you know what? I had this cupboard that had deodorant, skincare, toothbrush, toothpaste, all my vitamins. And it was like my little safe haven. I could open that door and just be like, this is where I get to look after myself while standing in the kitchen. <laughs> because it's yeah, exactly. my lifestyle. And I felt really conflicted because good old Marie Kondo, are you a, are you a follower or not?
0: Not really. Uh, we've got nothing. Uh, we've never really delved yeah. into it, if we're being completely honest. We, kind of, we never really like looked into any other organisers. We just did our thing. Yeah. We're in our little bubble. In our zone. And I think sometimes when you take on what other people are doing, um you kind of get swayed against what goes for you. Yeah. So I think we like to just kind of be ourselves in our bubble. Well, (laughs)
1: she's very extreme and I haven't found her methods to massively work. So she said, you have one place for, say, for example, socks. You have that place for socks and they shouldn't be anywhere else in the house. So you have a place for books and they shouldn't be anywhere else. But I found when my children started getting to the point where they could like crawl, I would be like right we're ready to go out and I'd suddenly be like shit no one's got any socks on and if I tried to run up the stairs and get some socks they would try and yeah. follow me up and then they would fall down the stairs So yeah. I ended up just having a box of socks by the front door yeah. and it's like
0: so your home works for you and what you needed at that time moment in time yeah. so that's what we're saying like make the home work for you and we person. do say categorize and contain so there's that there's some value in what she's saying in terms of all your socks be together or your denim to be together and that's fine or your skincare but if you need to then take a few bits into a different space to work for you that that works too so just put them in a nice basket yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) do you think on the whole people have too much stuff
0: In certain cases, I think it's become that kind of lifestyle now, isn't it? I think people becoming a little bit more thoughtful on purchases. I think with our clientele, what we've found is they're getting sent a lot of stuff and it becomes excess. And then they feel guilty because they think, well, I didn't ask for it, but I've been sent it. And then I feel bad to get rid of it. And it's kind of that mental aspect. And we just always say, listen if you've been gifted something, and this goes for people that aren't gifted, you know, for present. products, but if you've been gifted a present, for example, and it's not to your taste, how many times do you just keep hold of it? Cause you feel guilty about not getting rid of it. And it will sit in the cupboard. It never gets used, but it just sits there. It, there's no point. Re-gift it, sell it, use the money to buy yourself something that you, st- that you want. It's still a gift. You, you know, you're spreading the love. And by the time it's left the house, you won't even miss it because you've never used it anyway. You've never opened that cupboard to go and use it. So, sometimes you just got to take that guilt element out and i think that's why when we go to the, our clients homes we're kind of allowed, we kind of give them the nod to go yes okay to get rid of it i think that's what it is, is an extra pair of hands and just like a bit of
1: guidance I reassurance. Think like reassurance yeah
0: and, and fresh okay eyes, do I do think, that. as
1: well. I think sometimes you just yeah. get used to seeing things. I mean, I get sent all sorts of shit. And a lot of it's personalised, so then you can't even, oh, yeah. like... Give yeah, this a- is the thing, I I this whole personalised
0: thing is, is creating a lot of stuff that can then not be passed yeah. on. Yeah, It's
1: creating quite a lot of waste. Do you know what I bloody hate? And for some people, this will be, like, their... They love it, it's their reason for living. Is like... Kids' t shirts that celebrate one day, like fucking Children in Need Day. Then it's like Comic Relief Day. I'm three today. Merry Christmas, my first Halloween. I ain't down for that shit. Are you? Are you down for that shit? Do you love it? I think I think put depends. my little
0: one in a T-shirt back in the day right, and like number two on it or something. But if you're continuously doing it, you, again, you're not reusing it. No, I think milestones, maybe. Yeah. I think you've got to draw a line, haven't you? Because that memory box is just going to get filled up too quickly. Oh, they're, they're memory
1: trunks now. <laughs> yeah. out of control.
0: I mean, I'm doing that myself, to be honest. I'm quite good at being quite minimal um in the house but my memory box is is bulging I do kind of need to find <laughs> that I think it's but
1: uh, you never go in it I never look in it oh I but do there? oh I go in my memory do boxes you? all the time do you know what I've got a marriage memory box and I've got like my wedding oh, sash on. in there and like the order of service and my divorce certificate and I just like to go through there with my daughter I like to reminisce and I, I love it yeah. I love it but yeah, I do when think I was younger yeah done it yeah oh would well, you know what I when I was younger I used to have a man box and I'd written like a when you, yeah a man box I was a bit crazy I do you know when you cut out letters so it looks like a ransom note I'd like <laughs> <laughs> I wrote Francesca you, <laughs> you will go out with me <laughs> no. what is all like
0: old love letters and like
1: so like there like... was a boy at school that I was obsessed with called Nick Towers and I like I think we swapped ties or I stole his tie or something, kept his school tie. Then like, if someone had like got a cinema ticket or they'd touched it, I had a 10p that this boy had touched that I was obsessed. I mean, I'm talking, I was 15, all right? I'm not, I wasn't oh, yeah. like in my twenties. <laughs> I still have that man box because I love the membranes. I like to look through and see what a student oh, was. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Nothing if, if if sparks you joy, yes, yeah. Mary Kondo would say. Yes. It if you join That box, the man box,
1: it, exactly. And I'm sure that's why you can't have one rule fits everybody. Because I feel like, again, go back to Marie Kondo, but like she's very much like you just need a capsule wardrobe. And I thought for people like me, I genuinely need three pairs of jeans. If I have too many clothes, I find it overwhelming. Whereas for other people, like that's their, that's their expression. They they love fashion. But for yeah. me, baby clothes, I will literally work on the streets to get baby clothes. Like I, I love it. <laughs> if I see my children in the same clothes too many times, I get anxiety. I, I hate it. So I suppose, yeah. do you help people realise what is actually important to them and what's what they're able to keep and what, isn't support like is that something I think so
0: like we've got some clients and they go to the gym every day and their gym stuff was in all areas of their wardrobe was like that's not really making sense for you you're like up there down there here so we just made a whole big gym wardrobe because that's such a big part of their lives and she's like, oh my gosh that makes like getting ready for the gym every day so much easier then we've got clients have got so many ball gowns and dresses but then they get styled for events so I do think to myself do they need that many ball gowns and dresses? Because they're never going to be seen in And they're in taking dress... up a chunk of the yeah, wardrobe. Yeah, they're never going to be seen in the same thing twice, probably, nowadays, you know. So I think we make people, we go in, we don't just go in and organise a space how we see fit. We go in, we ask loads of questions. How What's your day-to-day look like? What, you know, where do you get ready what what does a day look like for you what are your interests and we create a system around their lifestyle so that it's so functional it's seamless they don't have to think it just you go in and you just it just works it like charlotte said with the gym wardrobe it just works and sometimes i think we get so stuck in habits how our home is organized from the moment we moved in is sometimes how it just stays but actually our lifestyles change you might not be going to an office job anymore you don't need all these office clothes in your wardrobe so i think when you do we always recommend doing a twice a year seasonal detox um and when you do that assess your lifestyle has it changed what's a bugbear for you? If you're getting ready every morning and it's really bugging you that you have to go to that drawer to get this, Let's change that. Let's because it's those little things that you don't even realise that are affecting you subconsciously. That once you change, will make you feel so much better. And make your life just run a lot more smoother. Life's busy and stressful enough, you know. You, if you've got your home life being extra stressful, it's just going to put you in a bad, foul mood for the, rest just of the day. It Zaps
1: your energy, doesn't it? Before you even yeah, look at what's his name, Steve Jobs, rest in peace, and Simon Cowell wear the same thing every day because it just takes yeah. up less it takes it bandwidth.
0: Yeah brain space yeah a lot of successful people do that you know I've listened to a few podcasts where they say I stick to just a shirt and jeans because I don't want my brain having to think of anything other than this and I think there's so much to be said for subconscious Mm. effects that clutter can have for example if you go to your bits and bobs drawer and it's cluttered in that moment you might open that three or four times a day and you might think that that's not bothering you because it's just your tip drawer once you've organized that, that feeling is such an endorphin. It's like an endorphin rush feeling of oh, it's actually that's actually made my life so much I can easier. Find that, I can find that now. I can find that screwdriver yes. or whatever. I think if that's happening, like in your underwear drawer or your wardrobe or your kitchen cupboard once all that's eliminated and just functional, it's it just frees up so
1: much mental space. One hundred percent, and I think especially again for women. There's so many times where I'll speak to my sister or my friends or whoever and I'll say, oh, what are you doing? They're like, oh, my God, I've just got to stay home and just sort out my shit. Like, I've just got to sort out all my shit. And I just think, God, we're spending our lives sorting our shit out. Whereas if it was just organised and we had less of it (laughs) and it was intentional stuff, like my sister, I'm sure she won't mind me outing her as a hoarder. She's not a real hoarder, but she's got, when I tell you, the biggest house you've ever fucking seen, right? And it's full. It's absolutely full, and this is something that I've really yeah. become aware of over the years. Is like my daughter and I used to live in a 500 square foot one bedroom apartment in London, and it used to be Airbnb on weekends, so it had to look like no one lived there. Um... And my life was so simple; it was so simple, yet so hard because I just had we had one coloring book, what two paintbrushes, so we could both paint. Everything was super intentional, everything had multi purposes. We would go out on the roof terrace and weed and garden because it was something that didn't take up a lot of toys or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And now yeah. I live in a five bedroom house with multiple spaces, an office. Different... I'm drowning in like <laughs> it's just, it's the more space you've got, you fill it. Facts more cupboard you've yeah. got, you fill them. It's just a
0: fact. It's think... just, that's what happens. So We've been in some huge houses, and I'm talking huge, and every crevice is filled and to the point where they haven't got any space and you think this house is huge there's only x amount of you living here house how do you've possible. got no space and it is because the more space you've got the more stuff you've got and actually we're only wearing 30 of our wardrobe our favorite jeans come on they go in the wash they come back out and you put them back on again and I think we go through phases of what we love in our wardrobe as well there's certain things that we tend to pick out more than others and then by the time that you've kind of looked at the other stuff if you're getting a bit old now it doesn't really spark that much joy to wear it so it's just like actually less is more yeah
1: definitely I think I think there's a bit of a balance as well because I think anyone listening that is saying I just need a bigger house and then I'll be organized you're fucking fooling yourself let me tell you firsthand you're fooling yourself (laughs) but I do think there's a balance because in my old house I was sharing a bedroom with my daughter I had no space of my own all four of us were sharing a dressing room it, it was very stressful. Like my work stuff would be on the dining table. Now everything has a home. And for the first two months I was here, me and my cleaner were like, wow, this is amazing because everything's got a home. It's super easy to clean. Let me tell you, four months later, shit's creeping in. And it, it is about being intentional, isn't it? And just saying, like you said, every six months, really ruthlessly editing anything that is not serving you. It is. Uh, definitely and I think it doesn't just
0: go for space obviously space is lovely and we all like you said it's nice to have a home for everything but I think as long as you're eliminating the things that you don't need don't use it's going to free up not only space in the home but mental space and I think that's sort of why we love what we do because we're just eliminating that weight that invisible weight on your shoulders and actually making your life, home life really super functional. Life's so busy. Yeah. Like we're all working a lot harder than we've ever worked. And there's, we don't actually spend that, unless you work from home, we don't actually spend that much time utilising our homes. I Enjoying don't our homes, I feel like. like yeah. I feel like I said to Jenny the other day, I feel like all we do is blooming clean. Like we'll speak to each other on a Friday <laughs> night sometimes. They're like, what are we up to? I'm just cleaning. I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning. Like genuinely, I'm like, oh. it's a very sad life. Yeah, and then we just think, <laughs> oh my god, we're wasting our weekends. What's happening to us? Yeah, yeah. but you have to be. We have. I have to be cleaned. The house has to be cleaned for the weekend because otherwise, I or organized. I think yeah. what it is for us is we're so busy during the week that come the weekend, our washing baskets overflow, yeah. and you kind of need to catch up on that. Obviously, to live and to feel functional. So I just think having a system in place where it it cuts down time if everything's got a home and you've detoxed you've organized that tidy up that end of week sort out is a lot quicker I mean some people say about the one in one out rule as well like if you buy something new that ultimately got to go out I mean I'm not I can't say I do that personally, but that could work for some people as well. So you're not accumulating more stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, I sometimes do find the odd thing and then I put it in a charity bag and I'm like, right, I'll I'll get rid of some toys from the playroom. I'll get rid of some clothes and I'll leave them in a bag ready to go. And my cleaner will put them all back. I oh. feel like killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> that is like no, out
0: the house.
1: Oh, yeah, I have to actually put it physically in my car. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they will the you know, sit in the booth at six months. I've got to, got to drop that off. It is what we... Because I've recently cleared out my wardrobe and I've got a pile of stuff that I need to sell. And what I should do, which is what we recommend to clients, but I haven't done myself, but we do recommend, is take a picture as you're pulling it out so that you've got all the pictures. So you haven't got a pile of stuff yeah. to go through. Because sometimes you've done all the detox, you've pulled it out, it's to the side, and you think, oh, now I've got to take pictures of all that and actually sell it. And that can sometimes either make people put it all back in, or just it sits in the corner, like you said. So I think taking a picture as you pull it out, or even just pulling one thing out every other day, taking a picture of it. And then when you've got five minutes, while you're having a cup of tea, or you're eating your breakfast, upload it. And it doesn't feel like such a burden.
1: Yeah. Definitely, because that eBay it will kill and you. And then you get
0: yeah. kind of a buzz. You get a buzz from when everything's starting to sell. Like, oh, a result. Well, I've a bit uploaded. Money? I've been putting it off for ages, and I uploaded two things yesterday, and they've sold already. Within amazing. literally a couple of hours. Oh, was that? been to. Yeah. amazing. I was like, oh.
1: This is good. Get down that post office. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I just want to job. ask <laughs> you about something that I'm very passionate about. And it is very conflicting. Some people are like, no, but I believe in it. I know you do too. The power of a summer and winter wardrobe, the old switcheroo oh, yeah. at the end of May. How do we feel about that?
0: Yeah, we're oh, all four. Our five. It's Even if you've got the space to have everything out, we don't recommend it. Mm. Because... Why do you want to be looking at big, big knits in the summer and then like really slinky little summer yes. dresses in the winter? But again, it's putting you in a different mindset like, oh, wish it was sunny. Or like, even like oh, You end up looking at things you know you can't wear, especially at night. All of us have got loads of clothes, but nothing to wear. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. sorry. That is like the a tradition for women. And having things that you can't wear is just adding to that yeah. stress. Yeah, we so. like that. Yeah, we yeah. like a seasonal transition. And also,
1: away. when you get that suitcase out, mine is in a massive suitcase and it's honestly the best two days of the year. I fucking love it. And yeah. you open it and it's like someone has gone personal shopping for you. You've got amnesia. You forgot you had all this shit. And it's all yeah, in your yeah. size. And you're like, wow, this bitch has got good taste. Yeah. In all these dresses. Like, it's, it yeah. if you don't have a summer and winter wardrobe, I beg of you, please, listeners, get one because it's just putting all your shit in a suitcase locking it away for six months getting it out and having the best day of your life that's cost you nothing
0: and it's because you get
1: bored don't you I get bored of looking at the same stuff every day going
0: my wardrobe so if you've been looking at your summer stuff throughout the whole of winter you're not going to be as excited to put it on
1: yeah and actually something I do now as well which is a bit of an extension of that is say I've had a, a dress that I've heavily used in a photo shoot or something like that and I'm like I'm fucking sick of the sight of that dress I'll put it in a suitcase put it away for two years and then in two years' time, I'm like, oh, I love this dress. And it's just completely yeah. refreshed in your mind. But yeah. And you don't need a whole yeah. bunch of storage for that. When I lived in my flat and I had no storage, I used to take it to my mum's house. I'd be like, store this for six months, yeah. please. I'll be back in the summer. Yeah. I'll come fantastic. and get it. Yeah, exactly. A storage something. beds, you know,
0: like Ottoman beds there. Yes. Yeah, and they put things away in. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: very bad feng shui to store things under your bed, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. You shouldn't no, have what, any t- under there. You just have free flowing
0: space. Maybe it's me under the bed, you know. <laughs> to be honest, I, I, it, space is sometimes, though, you've got no choice, yeah,
1: have you? Because
0: true. I live in quite a small house, so I need to use my underbed storage. Yeah. yeah. That's where the hell going. Yeah.
1: I agree with you. So wow. we've got to go soon, but what would be your top tips for people to basically help their home, help them create the life of their dreams? You know what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: yeah well first off have a really good detox I think that for us is the most important part of the organizing process because if you're organizing stuff you don't use you're trying to find homes especially if you're stuck on space you're trying to find homes for things that you're not going to use so what's the point in it taking up prime space so have a really good detox be realistic about what you do and don't need um, then go buy some pretty storage solutions and boxes and stuff because it's going to make you feel better about putting it away and, and make sure they suit your home and the aesthetic of your home like uh, that will then make yeah, everything look so much nicer categorize and contain so make yeah. sure like-minded like-minded items are grouped together. together because that will help you keep on top of what you've got what you own stop you over purchasing um, and if you need a white t-shirt you know where all your white t-shirts are if you need a moisturizer you know where we your moisture... so it's kind of that process really does help create a, a functional system in the house
1: love it I'm here for all of it. Label. Under, some people oh yeah. like to
0: label love a label oh,
1: what I was going to ask you that actually where yeah. where does one get labels from well
0: you can buy personalized labels online and from various places or you can buy a label machine and make them yourself or you can just use stickers stickers and it's right on them yourself. The, the good the beauty of the label machine is they're really exp- inexpensive to buy so they're only like 20 they last kids, forever and they last forever really so you can buy yeah. tapes for them that are not branded tapes so you don't have to get the we've got brother label machine and we don't actually buy the brother labels because they're more expensive so you can get like Knock-off versions. And then... So it's a really inexpensive way. So if you're not... Then that drawer's no longer got your underwear in it. You can just peel it off. It doesn't leave any marks or residue. It just... It's it's a handy way. Especially if you've got people in your home in and out or you want the kids to know where things are going. Or Or cleaners, for example. They know where everything goes. Keeps the structure going.
1: I'm here for it. I'm going to go on Amazon and buy one right now, as soon as we hang (laughs) (laughs)
0: out. Change your life. We love a label, but um, (laughs) yeah, like label and then like things like just changing your hangers to slimline velvet hangers, you'll get so much more in your wardrobe. We've got a range that have just come out, uh, really good hangers.
1: I saw, are they the black ones? (laughs) They look amazing. I was actually looking at those. I was like, Oh, I need those in my life. Do you know what? One thing I cannot stand, you know, when you go to a shop and they're like, Do you want to keep the hangers? Who the fuck is keeping the shop hangers? Who are these people? Who are these psychos? Where are they? Mismatching <laughs> shop hangers. I know, but do you know what?
0: It wasn't.
1: That's the thing. A thing. Day. We
0: had mismatching hangers years ago. And I don't know what point, even when we first started our business, it wasn't compulsory back then for us to change your hangers. Now it is. Now we're <laughs> like, we strongly advise you get the Slimline Velvet hanger. Um, because it does. It doesn't it, no matter how organized it is. If you've got mishmash hangers, it just, it just looks, looks doesn't look streamlined, and you just get so much more in. Like, and we've got the attachments as well. So, I like, like knitwear can sometimes get the shoulders. Oh, yeah. We've got these little detachable the shoulder pads to sit on your hangers. It just gives you more structure. Yeah. They're really good, so you still get the benefit of a slimline velvet, maximizing the space, but you don't ruin your garment. Oh, I yeah. see. We
1: thought of it all. You truly have, because I am one of these people that's walking around with my knitwear like this, like I've got pointy things on my shoulders because, yeah, my hangers aren't up to scratch clearly. <laughs> oh, this has been an absolute joy. Thank you so much. Can you tell us where can people find you? What can they? What more can they do to find out more about you? So we're
0: mainly on Instagram, which is just Style Sisters, yeah, or we've got a book out which you can get from most bookstores, I think, if you just type in Style Sisters book mainly yeah well. a lot of people amazon, from amazon yeah, yeah. get next day delivery on time <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that book's really easy to read and it's in it's in chapters so if you want to do your, you want to tackle your kitchen there's a kitchen chapter so you don't from, have to read the whole yeah. book to get the benefits it's kind of you can just turn your hand to what you need because Detox and organising quite overwhelming anyway. So why, met, who wants to read a whole book? We met this lovely lady at Ideal Home exhibition last week, and she would like put little post-it notes and notes on each page of what how to tackle each room from reading the book. And it was it was nice yeah. for us, so nice for us to see how people are using that book as their like guide or manual to to do it for them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because if you think about it, you do one room, you're sweating, you're exhausted, you're in the corner looking at a photo album you haven't seen for 10 years, like with yes, on yeah. your head. It is tiring and it's, yeah, So it one is. room at a time. I think it's, it's, it's quite see, yeah. um,
0: mentally draining with it as well and I think it can get a bit on top and then that's when people struggle they just shove it all back in because it just gets too much we always say allocate enough time actually mentally prepare yourself put it in the diary right I'm going to sort out the house this weekend I've not got any other plans booked in I don't care if it takes me two days get some moral support have a friend over or a family member to just kind of keep you going
1: and I think it helps yeah. yeah, getting someone to stand in the corner saying you're a fucking hoarder. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I find. With My mom. Mom, get rid of it. I say stick
0: some music on, have a glass of wine, like make it a fun process. Yeah. That oh, I'm gonna. It does feel like when I'm like when I've had a good detox, I feel like I'm ready to take on a new challenge. I
1: agree. There's but nothing.
0: Or like a new chapter, like out of the old, in with the new, come on. And they say, don't they, if you want to meet a new partner or you've got to make space in your life for that person. Well, that girl yesterday said she was going through, she had a massive detox, got rid of anything that was associated to her ex. She's like, out, I want it out because if I bring someone else new in, why do I want his stuff about?
1: Yeah. Don't wait
0: until that moment happens, do
1: it beforehand. Yeah, Yeah, we talk about that so much, about how you can manifest things into your life by creating space and creating a vacuum for the universe to fill. Because like we are saying, if you buy a bigger house, you tend to just, your stuff will just grow to fill it. Likewise, if you create a vacuum, the universe will always fill it. And I've realised I have a his and hers wardrobe. I am both his and hers. And I realise that (laughs) that is not like... It's not gonna bring me a man anytime soon. And also my lovely listeners create a lot of like artwork for me, but it's all me and my three daughters. And if you look around, yeah. it's just everything is like a weird shrine <laughs> the, the four of us. And it does look very single womany. And I'm very aware, as much yeah. as I love those pictures, I think I need to maybe start putting them away and not having everything. Face- so-
0: Get them to draw a faceless man there for the minute and then <laughs>
1: I do think,
0: though, yes. like I am such a strong believer in the links between how we live and manifesting what we want, because it does go hand in hand. And whether or not it's sending signals out to the universe or whether that's mentally telling us this is my next chapter. And I think you've got to be ready. You might be in a phase where you're quite content at being you and your girls for the minute. So you're quite all right with that. And I think when you're ready for somebody to enter, you will change that visual environment because you'll be saying, right, okay, I'm ready. And then that'll be you mentally being more aware of actually I am ready. You're giving yourself that space mentally.
1: I, yeah I know what I'm trying to say. No, I agree. I, I, I do need the dick. So I feel like, do you know what? I just need to, in my his section, I need to like just, have some empty drawers and do you know what I might do I might buy some like black matching hangers that are not that mine are all rose gold some black ones yeah and just and leave them there and maybe just do you know yeah. what I mean like start to create some space realize you're being hung up with some nice shirts and stuff of men's put
0: some nice Calvin Klein pants in the drawers <laughs> for when he That's stays crazy. over <laughs> <laughs> I have your I have an outfit ready. Basically you just move in. You've got everything there.
1: <laughs> oh God. Right. Well, thank you so much. This has been a goddamn dream. Um oh, if you okay. want to help detox your house and your life, go and check out Style Sisters. Not these style sisters, because it will come up with someone else entirely. Style sisters. <laughs> I have that problem as well. People always think it's the law of attraction changed my life, and it drives me fucking crazy. We're both without the the, okay. Without her. Anyway. Straight to the point. Yes. No fucking around. (laughs) Right. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below.